It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked Locked On. Locked Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Uh, Landon, yesterday was a big day for our country. Uh, We had two very worthy candidates that get a chance to compete for uh, a long-term job, and that's, you know, Garrett Gilbert and Cooper Rush, you know, maybe being the Cowboys starting quarterback this week. Uh, how you Good, doing, and I knew exactly what you're talking about because you said two uh, quality candidates, and I, 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 that immediately made me think of uh, the the quarterback situation as a, as opposed sure, to anything sure. else that's going on right now. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's funny, kind of the roller coaster ride that we take on the Cowboys uh, train. Uh, like it's a train, but it's a roller coaster, I guess. It, it, I'm mixing metaphors, but it's it's very complicated following the Cowboys, especially when suddenly uh, you find out that uh, COVID has struck uh, at the worst possible position for the for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I like the train metaphor because this is really a train wreck season, right? <laughs> we we know exactly how it's going, and you know we can we can see it coming from a mile away, and there's nothing we can do to stop it. Um, let's go ahead and start with with that news because. <laughs> Yesterday was was a busy day. So Andy Dalton uh, still not technically cleared from concussion protocol. So there are some doubts as to whether he would be even ready for this game against Steelers. And then it was reported later in the day uh, that Dalton uh, tested positive for COVID-19. He's been put on the reserve COVID list, which means he is out this week. Uh, the Cowboys do have a bye week next week. So there's a chance that he could be back uh, for week 11. Um, so then it sounds, man, this is crazy. Then it sounds like we go to Ben DiNucci starting his second straight game. And then it's like, oh, wait, hold up. It might not be Ben DiNucci. Uh, Ian Rappaport reports that it's going to be Cooper Rush. And then we get some pushback from some Cowboy Beat reporters saying that it could be Garrett Gilbert. What's going on, Landon? I mean, who's going to be starting at quarterback for the Cowboys this week? It doesn't matter. I, I don't know that it matters. <laughs> I mean, just based on the uh, the the choices that were you know that we have available to us. Um, as far as who is it going to be, uh, you know, we've we've heard Cooper Rush, we've heard Garrett Gilbert. Um, you know, th- maybe there's a maybe there's a third dark horse candidate out there that 
that uh, that might emerge somehow. I guess Ben DiNucci is that dark horse candidate. Yeah, it sounds like. It, I mean, if you, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to Jerry Jones on one hundred five point three The Fan yesterday, but. <laughs> He did not sound like he was very happy with Ben no. DiNucci. He basically said he was waiting yes. over his head, and it was too. The, the moment was well, too. Well, I big mean, to be him. fair, like we said, the guy didn't even. He, it yeah, was. it was. We knew and it. he didn't. The guy didn't even get no, any OTAs. Like you know, it's like not even well, beyond yeah. training camp and sp- yeah, <laughs> didn't get sure. anything. So uh, yeah, I, I, it, it's not surprising, and I think that you probably will have a little bit better success with the quarterback who's taken. NFL snaps before, um, and and really, even if those are preseason snaps, in the case of Cooper Rush, though he's though he has I think gotten in a couple regular season snaps before, so it's not he does have some experience there. Yeah, um, he does. You know, it, it's not great choices. I mean, <laughs> none of these guys are are, are people that uh, at this point were chosen for even your backup quarterback. No. Okay, can I can I change the question sure. then? Who do you want to see? Uh. I, I kind of think I, I guess I want to see Cooper Rush. You know, I, I, I mean, okay. I guess just okay. simply because I think he has some experience there. I've seen him. I've at least seen him with my own eyes do some things before. Uh, you know, not, I'm, I don't feel confident about any of these guys. I feel all of these guys are no, bad no, choices. No. Uh, but if you're making me choose, I, I at least have seen Cooper Rush do some stuff in a Cowboys uniform before, even if it was preseason. So, uh I guess him. I, I don't really, you know, I don't really know much about where Garrett Gilbert as is, is as a pro. I, I, I'm obviously very aware of his college and high school career, um, but mm-hmm. but you know, I, I, I he hasn't been playing a lot for a reason. You know, I mean, he's been he's been intentionally not playing for a reason. I guess is is the best way to put it. Um, yeah. And, you know, none of these guys are anybody's first choice for or second choice for quarterback. So. Uh, the answer to your question, I probably go with the guy who I feel like has the most experience in this offense, which I still feel like is Cooper Rush, even though it's been changed. The offense has changed a little bit. Um, yeah. But to, to kind of answer your other question, yeah, I don't know that it really matters, honestly. I, I think I kind of want to see Garrett Gilbert just because this is a you know a big recruit that went to Texas and then it didn't work out there, went to SMU and just put up some you know ridiculous numbers. Uh I, I saw him play in the AAF, and he was actually pretty good there. Uh, completed about 61% of his passes. Uh, he was really the MVP of the league uh, before it closed down. So maybe maybe there's a, a, a tick more potential and upside there. Maybe. And maybe if he plays well over the next couple of weeks, he could fight for a backup job long term. But I'm not sure that it matters. It's, it's going to be pretty rough either way. It's a guy that you signed five days ago. Uh, who was cut from the Giants practice squad, or a guy that you signed two weeks ago from the Browns practice squad that has no experience in your system. So uh, the the options certainly aren't it's, great. It's but funny because hey. like, it's like these are all pipe dreams, and the pipe dream is still, oh, we might have a just slightly terrible backup quarterback. <laughs> like that's the best case scenario <laughs> that we're hoping for, is that, oh, this, might, this guy might be good enough that maybe you w- don't want to throw him away after one week. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not a great situation to say the least. Mm, no, it is not. It, hey, it's, that's just 2020 yep. though. Yep. Nothing is a great situation. Yep. Uh, yeah, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Pepsi. Thanks to a natural lack of athleticism or commitment, or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. 
Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, Landon, we've got a bunch of questions that I want to get to uh, in just a second. Um, but I, this one really stood out to me. Um, I, I want you to answer this one as honestly oh, no. as possible. This one comes from at Akon. Not, the, not oh, that Akon, okay. a different Akon. That's good. Uh, he says, give us something happy and positive about the Cowboys. Anything. He'll, he'll take literally anything. Give us some good news. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the good news here is that y- you still have one of the best young wide receiver trios in football. You still have Dak Prescott in a situation where you're going to be controlling him next year, uh, his contract next year. And I still feel confident yeah. that Dak Prescott gets signed on this team. You know, all the terribleness of what's going on is is largely contained in this season, you know? So I, I think that there isn't any reason. There isn't hasn't been anything so far to me that tells me that this team can't uh, have another good offseason and, and be right back in the competition for uh, a Super Bowl. Because they have, you know, they obviously they lost an, an immense amount on the offense. All of those guys look like they should return next year, uh, hopefully without too much issue. Uh, and and I think that with the defense, you know, uh, you have a, a grab bag of, of useful and not useful parts at different levels of the defense. But I think that if you can cobble together a, a, something with, with a free agent here, a couple of good draft picks... Um, you know, you, you can get this defense back into a spot where it's at least more competitive. Uh, and really, I mean, I think the problem is is that a, a lot of the uh, talent availability that you need to fix this this defense, it's just not going to be something that's uh, – those aren't options during the season. You know, like when, when unrestricted free agency starts, when the draft comes by, that becomes the best chance to add top end talent to your defensive line uh, or your or your safety spot or your corners or whatever you want to add to. I think that's that's when you can start looking for uh, obviously more of a turnaround right now. Uh, like and that's why we're in the kind of evaluation mode. Right. Is that is that sure, this is sure. not a team that is going to be terrible for years i don't think i I think that there's enough talent on this team to really reload and re re, you know re go at this thing next year uh but i think that you know that's why we're we're trying to examine the 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 crumbs the breadcrumbs of good talent here is that these are the guys who could potentially make it roll over to next year and then we'll see if they can replace the the pieces that need to be replaced around them yeah i'm gonna give you three other ones besides the ones that you mentioned and those are all fantastic things but Demarcus Lawrence is still an absolute superstar, yep. right? I don't care about the sack totals. You watch him on Sundays, and he is a dominant, dominant player and the type of guy that you want to build a defense around. So that's fantastic. Uh, Pro Football Focus is third-ranked defensive end right now. 100% agree. This he, He's having yep. a great year. Trevon Diggs had just had the best game of his career in Week 8. Um, we knew that it was going to be rough 
I don't think we anticipated that the cornerback room would be as decimated or uh, uh, you know decimated as it was with all these injuries and him basically forced into being the team's number one cornerback. He's battled. It's been rough at times, but he he played he played well against the Eagles. So to see him still making plays is encouraging. Um, and then Randy Gregory, I, I think you know that he's still knocking off some rust. He still needs to be a better run defender. But we saw him get after Carson Wentz last week. I think long-term, the Cowboys believe that Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence are their two starting defensive ends. They signed Gregory to a contract extension uh, before the season started. So at the very worst, you feel pretty good about those two defensive ends. We'll see what they do with Alden Smith. Uh, we'll see if you know one of those other guys between Dorrance Armstrong and Bradley and I develops. So it's not, it's not all bad on that side of the football. Um, let's get to some more questions, Landon. And again, we've got, we've got a ton of them. Uh, but uh, here's a good one. I, 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 I'm going to go through all the the free agents that the Cowboys have coming up uh, in this year's, uh, you know, heading into the free agency. And uh, I forgot the name of the the, question, the person that was asking it, but they wanted to know, is there anybody that we would offer a contract to now? I'll run through the names really quickly. You just say yes or no. Tyrone Crawford. No. Sean Lee. Mm. I mean, that's really dependent on what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dalton. Mm, maybe. I'm almost at no. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah. And it has nothing to do with him. It's just that if that goes down, as you can see, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know, there's a great quote uh, by Tom yeah, Moore about yeah. uh, Peyton Manning that I can't repeat mm-hmm. on this podcast, but. Uh, for those of you that know what we're talking about, when when they didn't practice, I don't plan for uh, aft. You know, <laughs> yeah. Basically, if Peyton Manning goes down, we got no chance anyway. So why why even yep. worry about it? Um, let's keep going. Joe Looney, no. Alden yes. Smith, if if he wants it, if if he's coming back, yeah, yeah. If he wants to, Blake Bell, yes. I agree. Joe Thomas, yes. Cheetah Bay Wuzier, for sure. Short term, uh, yes. Cheetah Bay. Uh, CJ Goodwin. Depends on what it is, but yes, probably. Anonymous source is Jordan Lewis. No. Antoine Woods. I, I I mean honestly at this I mean we have to see what the numbers are, but but honestly at this point mm, I don't know how yeah. you, you you can't, right? Like no, you, you need at the very least you need not. the numbers. <laughs> so yeah yeah how a couple more uh, Xavier Woods. That's really hinging on what he's asking. But I, I mean, and even he's asking for even the then, safety numbers, and no. Yeah, even even then, I'm I, I might just be out because I, I think it might be a time for a change. Uh, and last one, Noah Brown, who has actually played a surprising amount of snaps this year. I don't know if you you've checked this out or not, but he's like thirty snaps ahead of Cedric Wilson right now. Um, I mean, it's not super surprising because you know he's a great blocker, he's tough, and can play multiple positions. It's just he's just somebody we don't talk about very uh, yeah. you know a ton. Would you bring back? I mean, Noah again, Brown? I think it's hinged on the deal, but yeah, if it's, it's like a team friendly deal, I, I like his versatility and what he brings when he's healthy. I agree. Um, this one next one comes from uh, Strawberry Short Blake. Um, he wants to know, and again, we're a long ways away from draft <laughs> talk, but this is just a general question: If the Cowboys somehow got up to pick number two, which is very very possible considering some of the outcomes that could happen even this week. Um, what would be the type of haul that you could potentially get for that pick? 
Uh, I mean, it really depends on the draft and who's there. But I would say that since there's, you know, two is obviously well in range of, uh, and I'm not completely versed in quarterbacks, but I know that there's at least three. There's three two that everybody loves. Yeah. Right. Like Fields, yep. Lawrence, and then uh, the kid from uh, North Dakota. Right. Or, or is it? Yeah. Trey, Trey Lance. And then there's Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson from yeah, BYU. Okay, yeah. So. I would say that, uh, you know, depending on – I think it's tough to know right now because I think we need to have a better understanding of exactly what the uh, yeah. the quarterback market needs to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, So if sure. there are seven teams that are in, in the market for a quarterback, I think the, the tradeback hall will be much higher because you'll have competition, right? Um, right. But I right. do think that, yeah, you have enough quarterbacks and enough talent on the top end. And I think, again, adding in the uncertainty, um, I think teams are going to want to make a move. So I, I would not at all be surprised if they were able to get a pretty decent haul for a trade back uh, because of, you know, the the, 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 dark, the, the a number of quarterbacks, the amount of uncertainty, like mm-hmm. we mentioned. Uh, I think that the teams, you know, will, will be willing to pay for, for that kind of trade up. And if it's two, especially like – you know, Lawrence and Fields are yeah. such kind of uh, elite, 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 you know, prospect, like elite right. outside of just this class, you know, type prospects. So I do think that there is a possibility that, uh, that that teams will pay a pretty penny to trade up for. Yeah. As you were talking, I went and looked at uh, a recent number two trade. So this is from 2016 when the Eagles traded up to get Carson Wentz. I think most people view... Uh, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields as significantly better prospects than Justin Fields, but this is what Philadelphia gave up to get to that number one spot, or number two spot. Um, They gave up the number eight pick, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and then the following year they gave up a first and second round pick to go from from eight to two. So you gave up a following year, next year one, and next year two, and then two, you know, mid-round draft picks. So if the Cowboys were able to pull off something like that, okay, now we're really talking about retooling and rebuilding this team. You know, they're already going to have, you know, double-digit draft picks because of compensatory selections. If you're able to add, you know, another first and second round pick, you know, in the following year's draft, I I think that's going to be really appealing to them, especially once they get Dak Prescott uh, under contract. So, I know there's a lot of people out there that want them to tank and get a quarterback. We don't think that's going to be the case, but the benefit of, you know, doing this soft tank and potentially trying to land in the top three is you would be in a great position to trade that pick and just get an absolute fortune. And that can help you, you know, quickly rebuild your roster. So just something to keep an eye on uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, let's take a quick break so I can tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate, amazing flavors, and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, Landon, um, let's let's talk about some more quarterback stuff. Uh, this question comes from Alan. Is there any real reason to play Andy Dalton the rest of the way this season? Why not take the time to look at the rest of the quarterbacks? The, the only reason why I say there is, you know, a reason to play Dalton is because guys like Ben DiNucci, and we'll see about Cooper Rush or Garrett Gilbert, are so bad that it sometimes is hard to evaluate your wide receivers and your offensive line because they're constantly you know, running behind, you know, the pocket or just scrambling out or not stepping up. And that can have sometimes a negative effect on all the players around them. But what do you think? Should, should the Cowboys bring back Andy Dalton after the bye week? Or are you okay rolling with who they have? You know, I don't know. Like, I mean, even though we're doing a lot of evaluation, I feel like the evaluation that's happening is mostly on the defensive side of the ball. And, and that's fair, but I still want to see guys like Dalton Schultz and CD lamb and you know, those kind of guys, you know, I guess, I mean, yeah, I, I it, look. I mean, it, it really is about what you're looking to do. I I, I think that there isn't too much uh, extra value added by a, having Andy Dalton in there. But I can understand that point of view that you at least want to have a an offense that can run, that can function. Um, and 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 you know, honestly, that's not even a guaranteed thing with with Andy Dalton. But at least you certainly have a higher sure. chance of that happening than you know, say Ben DiNucci. Um, you know, I, I, I think you paid him all this money. Uh, you know, I'm sure he wants to kind of put a better foot forward for whatever comes next for him. So, uh, yeah, I guess you put him back in. I, I definitely could understand the thought process of trying to go with a younger quarterback just to see what you have. But at the same time, it's like you're not going to find like what's the value in that? You know, finding a a a, 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 a kind of decent third quarterback, it's not may not be worth all the trouble. So, uh, yeah, I guess you probably do want Dalton back. I mean, even even if you're not trying to necessarily, you know, put in super effort to win all these games, I, I think you, you probably are right that you'll get a better evaluation of those guys on offense with Dalton in there. And and you know, again, at the end of the day, uh, it, it may not it may not actually help very much with the, in the win loss column, but maybe it'll make those games a little bit more watchable. You know, at least at the very least make those games a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, cleaner games than, a, than just an absolute offensive nightmare, which we've seen when, you know, guys like Danucci, Ryan. All right, Lane, I've got one last question for you and it's actually come from a lot of different people, but we'll go with Joe. Uh, Jalen Smith has not been great this season. Is it because of the system or he has he lost speed? What can we do to get Jalen Smith back to a competent level linebacker? Is it too far gone? Is it, you know, is it simply getting a, you know, better defensive tackle group in front of him? What can the Cowboys do to to make this not a terrible situation? I mean, it feels like it's a confluence of things. Like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's his his play mentally. I think he's taking bad angles. I think he's making bad choices. 
Uh, it's physical, you know, to a certain degree. I think he's uh, he's struggling to when he takes bad angles to recover and and to to widen out and be able to to, to head off some of the more um, athletic running backs when they try to get outside. Uh, and I also think, yeah, it's also schematic slash, you know, personnel around him because the, the, obviously these defensive tackles are giving him zero help. And so yeah. there is an element of that that is outside of his control. Uh, and because of because it's three, four kind of different things altogether, it's hard to parse, you know, what is the what is the most problematic of all these things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... I think for me, you know, the Cowboys need to they they need to stabilize their defensive tackle position, uh, you know, either way. Um, But I also don't know that like that means that you should be automatically expecting that they should give Jalen Smith another year of this to try this out, you know. And and I I don't know, I don't have his cap numbers in front of me. I've got it right here, actually. So. They could cut him after this year, and they would only save four hundred thousand, but it would be a nine point four million dollar cap hit. Now they waited one more year; they could save five million. But if he's not, if he's not your starting linebacker, and you just need to get somebody else in there, it might be better off just to to move on now and then find somebody else, right? I, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of money to not to not. It is have a lot, a and that's what I mean, especially in a in especially in a year that you know. Uh, that you're trying to pay a quarterback. I, I think that they probably need to keep him one more year. Um, and I'm guessing that's what's yeah. going to happen. Maybe they'll bring in some competition. You know, maybe it'll be Leighton Vanderesh, uh, Jalen Smith, and maybe they'll draft a linebacker high, right? I mean, it, there's there's some good prospects in this class. Maybe they'll draft a, a Micah Parsons from Penn State and say, hey, you're on, you know, you're officially playing for your job, Jalen. We're going to, we're going to play this young kid here. If you don't play, you're going to be gone. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if there's a, a better version of Jalen Smith that we can get. Maybe this is just the wrong scheme for him. Maybe it's the players in front of him as well. Maybe it's an effort thing, you know, you know, tied in there as well. So I, I don't know. I think this, you know, the last eight games of the season are going to be very important for Jalen Smith that he puts out there's some good tape to at least give, you know, the coaching staff and the front office some optimism that he can turn it around for the 2020 I will season. Say that I don't think it's like completely hopeless by any stretch of the imagination. Because no, we've uh, no, seen no. him, we know we've seen him play really we know well these before. Lots. Yes. So it's not like it's a mirage. It's just it feels like it's a lot more bad recently in a row than there is yes. good. And, and, yes. and so maybe the, the combination of just knowing the scheme better and having defensive better defensive tackles maybe. is enough to get him to playing more consistently. Uh, at this point, I think for $9 million dead cap, you probably have to figure that out next year. Especially if the cap is going to drop. You're probably just better off saying, you know, hey, we'll wait one more year. Let's cross our fingers that something changes and gets better. But, yeah, I think you're right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, remember, you can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.